Maybe you've heard it said that um, the facts don't matter when the attitude is right. The facts don't matter when the attitude is right. All right. You're going to have to do some digging to figure out where that came from and then to ask yourself honestly, is it true? But even more than that, I want you to understand that leadership plus attitude equals latitude. That's what I'm going to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when you have a job and you work for somebody else, and, and understand this may be a W-2 job where you're an employee and you show up every day and you clock in at a time that they tell you and you clock out at the time that they tell you and you take a break when they tell you and they take a lunch when they tell you and, and you do what you're told from the time you show up until the time you leave. That's how most people define a job. But it also applies to those of us who are self-employed or entrepreneurs and our job is every single and different client. Now, you may think it's, it's a whole lot easier to have your own business to run than it is to be an employee, but it's one thing to have a boss that you can kind of learn to work out the quirks and the, the differences between you and the way that you think and the way that they think. And when they say be on time at 12 noon when you come to work and you get there at 12.05 and they're okay with that five minutes, but they'd prefer that you be there 15 minutes earlier. You can kind of work those things out. When you're an entrepreneur, every client you have is a different boss. I was remarking just the other day, I have a, a client, a group of clients that I've served now for almost a dozen years. This group of clients are all women. In fact, it's a women's association. But they're also all people who lead their own businesses, their own ministries, and they're all involved in the media. So everything I do behind the camera and in front of the camera, that's what they do every day. If you want someone who's a little bit particular, deal with someone who is a professional in the same industry that you're in. And everything that you do for them better be top-notch. It better be spot-on. And one of the things that I realized after dealing with this group of people for 10 years now, is that this interaction with these professional women who have very high standards and expectations has improved the quality of my marriage. Let that one rattle around in your brain for a minute. See, here's the reality. We have a chance to expose ourselves to people that we don't normally expose ourselves to when we are in leadership. Now, that leadership may be in the capacity of your job. It may be in the capacity of the clients that you have because you run your own business. But in any way that you expose yourself to other people, you learn different personality styles and traits and expectations, then you have a chance to expose yourself to this really big word in leadership. And I don't want you to miss this one. It's called attitude. Now, if you've watched this program for any period of time, you know I have an entire book called The Attitude Hack, an entire process called Attitude Engineering. It's all based on one really simple reality, and I'm not the first to discover it, probably not the last to discuss it, but the reality that attitude is contagious. Yep, in a lot of different ways, attitude is contagious. If you think I'm kidding, just walk into a room where everybody's in a happy-go-lucky mood and bring in one person who's a 
we got a sour face and a bad attitude and I don't know, maybe they got the wrong coffee this morning or they, they didn't like the donut they had or, or somebody cut them off in traffic or stole their parking place. The list goes on and on and on, but if they've got a bad attitude when they walk in the door, it doesn't take long for everybody in the workplace <clears throat> to have a bad attitude. It may not be exactly the same attitude, but the level of positive attitude is going to come down, especially if the person who comes in with a bad attitude is a leader. Now, you may not realize this, but this is an absolute truth. Leadership plus attitude equals latitude. And here's what I mean by that. A leader who has a great attitude will get a whole lot of leeway, a whole lot of movement within their organization, both by those who are their superiors and those they lead. Even their peers on the same level will give them a little bit of room to make mistakes, latitude, to make decisions that maybe are right on the edge, just, 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 really not their job, but but we'll let them get away with it because they might have a good idea here. Or uh, we wouldn't normally do it that way, but, but I like the way you're approaching it. See, attitude weighs in so heavily in decisions that are made by customers, decisions that are made by leaders, decisions that are made by peers, and yes, even the decisions that are made by those that we lead. If we come at them with a negative, hateful, hurtful, cruel, selfish attitude, well, then that's what's going to rub off on them. And guess what we're going to get in, in return? Yes, all of those things are going to come right back at us because attitudes are contagious and they're also reflective. Attitudes are contagious and they're also reflective. Whatever attitude you bring into a situation is already going to be there. John Maxwell talks about it in one of his books. He talks about a woman who's shopping with her daughter. And as they go from store to store to store to store, the mom just seems to get him, be getting worse and worse and worse in her attitude. And at one point, they walk out of a store where they've been shopping. And she turns to her daughter and she's like, can you believe the attitude that woman in that store gave me? And she said, no, mom, you had that attitude when you went in there. Attitude is both contagious and reflective. It's more contagious than the common cold, and it's as reflective as a mirror. The attitude you give to somebody else, they're going to give right back to you. Now, here's also another reality, and, and you've got to take this into consideration. There will be people that you will encounter, both in a leadership role and just in daily life, who come at life with a bad attitude. They've got a bad attitude regardless of your presence. They don't care if you're there or not. They're going to have a bad attitude. And those people will often create a bad attitude among everyone that they encounter. Everybody that they see, they see through the lens of their own bad attitude. And instantly they believe, well, you've got a bad attitude because I see you. I see you through the lens of my bad attitude and I see a bad attitude in you. And that contagious bad attitude now begins to repeat itself. It's reflective and contagious. A leader who has the ability to control their own attitude, a leader who has a dominant attitude that is positive and encouraging and everybody wants to be around them, that attitude will open doors for you in relationships that you never imagined. I was listening to an old tape today of uh, Napoleon Hill and he referenced uh, a guy that his boss who just happened to be Andrew Carnegie, uh, would 
has had a right hand man, the the guy who got everything done, who handled all the executive, you know, things that had to be handled and was paid. And this was back at the turn of the last century, the early 1900s was paid a salary of seventy five thousand dollars a year because he was so effective as the right hand man. If something had to be done, he just pointed it to his right hand man and say, get this done. But that wasn't the impressive part. The impressive part was that at the end of the year, this Andrew Carnegie steel magnate would also give a bonus check to his right-hand man. Now, the bonus check was often 10 times and then some more than the actual salary that was received. So he would receive a check of $75,000 as a paycheck. And then in addition to that $75,000 paycheck, he would get a $1 million bonus. A $1 million bonus. For what? Because his positive attitude created opportunities within the organization that maybe even Andrew Carnegie himself couldn't open the door to. I don't know if you've ever met a couple, a power couple, a, maybe a husband and wife or a, a partnership team that when you meet them, you realize one of them is the brains and the other one is the relationship builder. One has all the ideas, the know-how, the technical expertise, but their persona is not something you want to hang out with. No, it's the other person. The other person that has all the genius of building these relationships and building bridges with other partnerships or building bridges with new clients or building bridges with other vendors and providers. And so was the case with this gentleman, the right hand man to Andrew Carnegie is the name you might know now, Charles Schwab. Yeah, he became a millionaire because of his personality in a job that paid one tenth of what his attitude paid. Now, there are other places that I can demonstrate to you that attitude is worth a whole lot of money. If you get somebody who has a great attitude, but their skill set's a little bit questionable, sometimes you tolerate that because of the impact that they have on the team, so to speak. But sometimes exactly the opposite is true, and that is you have someone who is incredibly talented, and they are gifted, and they are profoundly good at what they do, but their attitude is so sour, so destructive, so damaging that you got to get them out of there because the damage they're going to do to your organization is profound. There was a a gentleman that I talk about often when I talk about attitude who uh, came first to Dallas to play football in the position of wide receiver for the well-known Dallas Cowboys. And when he played, he had some great receptions and he had some great yards. And I watched him run down in order to throw a block on a breakaway run. I watched him run down one of the fastest guys in the NFL at the time uh, as a running back. I watched him chase down Julius Jones from the other side of the field in order to throw a block to let Julius Jones into the end zone. He was an incredibly talented, very physical, very capable, had great reputation if you look at the numbers of his performance. But he'd been with four teams before he got to Dallas. And when he got to Dallas, he brought the same thing that he brought with him from the others. And that was a great track record as far as the physical performance on the field. And a horrible track record 
as far as the attitude with which he dealt with other players on the team, the coaches on the team, the referees on the field, and the opposing team. His attitude was so bad that he was eventually let go, not because of his talent, not because his numbers were falling off, not because of his performance, but because his on and off field antics were so bad nobody could cope with them. And that says a lot when you look at the Dallas Cowboys and some of the people they've been able to, for lack of a better term, rehabilitate their attitude. But when Terrell Owens left the Dallas Cowboys, he walked away from, I believe it was a $25 million salary. He came back to Dallas, on the other hand, for a $250,000 salary to play in the Arena Football League for the Dallas Desperados. Math isn't really hard there, $25 million, $250,000. That's a $24,750,000 deduction in pay over a bad attitude. Now, if you're a leader and you have good attitude, then your leadership skills and your attitude together will create latitude for you. Yes, there will be a multitude of mistakes that you can make and people will say, but it's in an effort to do great things. It's in an effort to do better things. And, and they're still easy to get along with and lovable in the organization and they benefit everybody around them. And of course, they're going to make mistakes. They're always plowing forward. Leadership plus attitude will give you a lot of latitude. It will give you the ability for people to look back and go, okay, well, they're not perfect, didn't expect perfection. But in the things that matter the most, the attitude, the way they treat others, the way they treat themselves, the way they treat our customers, they're top notch there. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what station you are in life, what position you are, if you're just starting out in leadership <clears throat> or you've been a leader for decades. If you want to see a little bit of latitude, a little bit of movement, a little bit of grace, for lack of a better term, the, the opportunity to make some mistakes and still be given <clears throat> chances to move forward. Add to your leadership skills a great attitude. And you'll find that your leadership plus your attitude gives you latitude. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. Retell it like it is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.